0: 8,000, about to witness the history. The following contest given for one ball is four. Wrestle
1: episode of Wrestle Champs, whoo, I can feel the energy in the arena tonight, they're fucking going crazy, you know, chants are crazy, it's deafening, it's fucking deafening out there, some serious shit, Uh, my name's Matt, welcome to Wrestle Champs, joined of course by, to my left, we'll start with Owen, Owen, how you doing? Chillin' brother, chillin', you know what I mean? And then to my right, we'll say chilling, chilling. But right, we'll say, Dan, how you doing down? I guess you're down there, I should say.
2: I'm good. Yeah.
1: Well, that's all that matters. As long as we're all here, we're all present. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, We're joined here today for the same reason why people are tuning in. They're wrestling fans, you know what I mean? Getting down, like to get down talking. Talk and listen and hear when we can't watch them wrestling, you know what I mean? Get it going, it's always a beautiful thing. So, uh, we figured that the best way to kind of break in uh, the new show is to kind of give a little rundown of uh wrestling in folks' lives. Uh, anybody want to volunteer to go first or? And I'll go first. And, All right, cool, cool, cool. Owen, the, the mic's hot, Owen. You're on, brother. All right, well,
0: <clears throat> I can remember uh first time I ever saw any kind of uh, WF, because when I was a kid, that's what we watched in our house. All uh, right. The first thing I ever saw was Saturday Night's Night event, Hulk Hogan vs. King Kong Bundy. Well, yeah, King Kong Born. 1986, I believe. And the crazy thing is I was only two years old rest So uh through, uh yeah, well, about two and a half. And I still remember the first time I saw Hulk Hogan. and from that moment it was like on. Oh, oh, you know fucking like growing up it was always you know, I, I didn't really know anything about WCW or NWA or you know, shit in my house. It was Hulk Hogan 24-7. And, like, I fucking... Anything he did, I was there. And, like, for me, my favorite pay-per-view, you know, one of my favorite pay-per-views growing up was WrestleMania 3. But knows that was when Hulk Hogan slammed onto Not for the first time. Like, they, like make you believe, you know, obviously, but that slam one of the coolest things, and I just fucking, you know, I was a Hulk Hogan fan for years, and then as I got older, obviously, I started seeing, like, Ric Flair, and, you know, Sting, you know, the WCW, and, uh, and then in 94, when Hulk Hogan went to WCW, that's when I fucking went, and then I started watching WCW more, you know what I mean? And then, then the money Night War started, switched back and forth. It's crazy shit, man. And I fucking love it. I mean, not as much today. Today's shit's a little, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but ever since like 2012, I haven't really been feeling this shit going on. Yeah. Now. I'm more of an old school. You know, you give me anywhere from 1988 to 97, I'm happy.
1: Yeah. Being a maniac's like uh, more American apple than apple pie in culture. Oh yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, dude, I fucking you know the way I look at it is the <clears> kids <throat> growing up they had like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man you know, shit like that. My superhero was real was a real life human being, you know. Hell yeah, and, and, and that's just the way it was. I mean, I don't really feel that way about them today, obviously, <laughs> but. Growing yep. up, yeah, I was definitely an whole Hogan fan. He ain't an American hero anymore? I mean, obviously, if I still <laughs> met him, it would be, you know, but I've, I've just learned, I've learned too much about him, and you know, they always say, don't meet your heroes because they're disappointing, and, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed that, you know, just the, way, just the way his life turned out, you know what I mean, like, the Hogan Knew's best, in my opinion, is what fucked his life up. Yeah. That yeah. show ruined his life. That show took everything that he had for so long away from him. And I really feel if he never did that show, his family would still be together right now. You know?
2: I mean, it gave too much of a background to him. Yeah, yep. shine too much of a light. Like yep. his house was disgusting, with the dark yeah. shit on the floor and yeah. like Damn. hoarding crap piles. Yeah. It was, it was just too much. Like it was yeah. shit that you didn't need to see. His spoiled brat kid running around thinking he could do no what he no. wanted. And, like, then Bri-
0: and then Brian Knobs. I mean, bro, it was. Got
1: if you got a nasty boy for a friend, you better fucking gallivant them around and show Fucking
0: Brian Oz was like the annoying neighbor of the show. He really was. He was like the fucking annoying neighbor. But I just totally believe that that show ruined his fucking life. It just made him go downhill. You know. And then he started fucking Bobby off on his wife. And- yeah, that's a
1: whole nother story. That's what I was going to say. Did a Hulk- Hulkamania run mild with you when he got a bloated blowjob from Bob Love fucking Sponges'
0: wife? No, I mean, that didn't really bother me, but what bothered me was this shit after it. Like, the stupid shit he said in court. Like, Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch penis, but Terry Bollett doesn't. Like, fuck you, what? He's
1: a performance like, artist.
0: Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, I don't know, but I mean, back to back to wrestling like like <laughs> as the nineties went on i like i like ninety six my i became a real like i was always in Shawn Michaels fan, but yeah as, as he became more of a man man of a guy, like there was nobody that could touch him in the ring like and I still feel that way i i think he's like what fifty seven or something like that, I feel like he could still come back today and fucking you know have a good match with anybody. You know? I think he is. Isn't he back? No, he, he he he's helping run the company now. Okay. But he did have one more match in 2019. I think it was 19, I want to say. But that match totally went to shit because Triple H got hurt right, right in the middle of it. So Sean had to pretty much carry the fucking match. And the yeah. fact that he was bald and he fucking... Yeah. You know, and he was so much slower and came and bigger. They, I mean, it was just a shit show. It yeah. seems like every time they go to Saudi Arabia to do one of those kind of dual shows, they, they're slashed. They're garbage. Like, I mean,
1: it hurts. Yeah, that sucks. I, Shawn Michaels, uh, he is good. I mean, what was his back?
0: Back was what was bothering him, right? Well, he got, in 98, he got backdropped under a coffin by The Undertaker, and that's what fucked his back up. Yeah. And and he didn't... I mean, WWE will tell you that he didn't work a match for four years, but that's not necessarily true. In April of 2000, he was running his own promotion, the the TWA, the Texas Wrestling Alliance. And he did about three or four matches for the TWA, and that was in 2000. All right. So he was still you know, but he fucking, when he came back in 2002, I think his, from 2002 to 2010 run was just as good, if not better, than he was in the 90s. I mean, he fucking, you go back and watch the WrestleMania 25 match with the Undertaker, that's, in my opinion, that's like the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. And then they did it the next year. Rusman at twenty six, and Undertaker had a four year program where he worked with Shawn Michaels and Triple H two years in a row, and fucking Rusman at twenty five and twenty six with Shawn Michaels, two of the greatest wrestlers, and they were both like what people would look at is past their prime at that point. You know what I mean? Like they they were both like in their mid forties at that point. And they are still yeah. fucking, they tore that shit up. Like, legit, you know. You
1: know, they, 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 they're, they're fucking legends. That's what legends do. You know what I mean?
0: Like, to me, the greatest match I ever saw in uh, WWE, WWF, whatever the fuck you want to call it, to me, the greatest match I ever saw was fucking Shawn Michaels and Bernhardt and wrestling in 12s. Iron Man, yeah, yeah. The uh,
1: that is an iconic match for sure. Uh, the Hitman doing Bret Hart's my dude.
0: Yeah, I mean i I think Bret Hart always took himself a little too seriously, and he, re- you know, he really believed he was WAF's champion. Like he actually beat Ric Flair for that title. Like Ric Flair didn't say, "Hey, I'm gonna you're gonna put me in your show shooter and I'm gonna submit for it." You know, yeah, that's the problem I always have but always took himself a little too seriously. Well, he was purebred and he knew it. You know what I mean? Owen was better than Brett.
1: I yeah, opinion. he he uh, uh, evolved. He was like an evolved Brett, I think he had he I, had like a a Brett plus. He, you know. I think
0: I think even as the Blue Blazer in the eighties, he was better than Brett. You know what I mean, I just think. Oh, he was an all better wrestler, athlete, character. He
2: you know. was better on the mic. Oh, that's for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, Brett.
0: Brett, in 97, Brett had the greatest year of his whole career, on the mic, in the ring, everything. 97 was definitely Brett Hart's year. Yeah. But he he was almost 40 at that point, you know what I mean? So, but he was never, that's why they had him with the anvil for so long, because, you know, my heart couldn't. Cover all the interview shit, you know. Bret Hart was horrible even back then on the mic. I Grab I can't think of any Bret Hart interview or promo that he did except for the year of ninety seven that was any good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason why ninety seven was any good is because of that real life shit that was going on with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at the time. That's why any of that was any good because it was legit. Well, didn't him it, and Piper have good good back and forth? Piper,
1: Piper and Hart when they went with, with the Intercontinental. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they, they did some good interviews. I mean, that match for WrestleMania Eight, I remember watching. fashion in it. Yeah, I remember watching that live. I remember watching WrestleMania Eight live, and uh, it was the day after my eighth birthday, and uh, that match was definitely one of my favorites that night. And the thing that you learned after was because. Macho Man and Ric Flair, Ric Flair bladed during his match, and he got fined for it. Mm. Bret Hart was able to convince everybody that he got cut open the hard way. Oh. But, but it wasn't. That was a fucking blade job. Magician. And they got away with that shit. They legit got away with it. But yeah, it was, a, I, I never understood, to this day, I never understood why it Roddy Piper was the champion because he didn't need it. Roddy Piper was one of those people that didn't need it. Didn't need it though. He was Piper. that he,
1: he put a lot of people over too,
0: though. Piper did. Well, because yeah. he wouldn't let nobody beat. No, 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 Piper wouldn't let nobody beat him. Piper fucking well, like when he did, like with the
1: Hitman. Yeah. It was
0: very rare. Yeah, yeah, it was very rare when. I mean, if you look at Piper's career, there's only a few people that ever beat him. Piper and Hogan are two of us.
1: I met Piper, I have tell you that. Huh. I met him at a horror convention. He was there promoting like They Live, the John Carpenter film.
0: Oh, back in the day? Back
1: in the day. Back in like two thousand no, no, not that. Not like when it came out, but like um maybe like two thousand five, two thousand ten, somewhere in between there. Ooh. And uh yeah, he had like the neck brace going. It just looked apart, man. It was so so fantastic, and you get you you get up to him, and he's so he's so personable. He puts his arm around you, and hugs you. He, yeah, um, oh yeah. He t- life.
0: See, yeah. I always I always felt bad, man, because he retired after WrestleMania three because his plan was to go to Hollywood and become a Hollywood fucking star, and it never not quite they, a
1: star. Yeah, They
0: they live was the only movie that ever, I mean, he did a shit ton of movies while he played.
1: He did some bad flicks, yeah. But,
0: but, They Live was the only one that ever was notable. You know what I mean? Because a masterpiece. You know, I mean, it was, there's a
1: a fun story of, like, Vinnie Mack telling him, you know, if you don't, don't do this movie, and I'll line up three movies for you, and I'll go get, you know, and do it with us. And he said, Are "You gonna get is John Carpenter gonna direct those I movies?" I want to do
0: them. Yeah. And he was like, it's "No."
1: was really like, "No, nah, I'm doing I'm it with not John doing
0: Carpenter." Him, yep. Yeah. Well, that's also like Jesse Ventura. I remember Jesse Ventura. Vince Predator. didn't want Vince didn't want him to do Predator. Yeah. So Jesse Ventura quit to go do Predator. And then he can't. Then, but they wanted him for WrestleMania *Mania* three. Yeah. Like for commentary. So Vince hired him back,
1: right? Because it's only going to make you big. Realistically, it's a business move. Well, it's only he also make knew
0: he also knew that he could make money with the predators with the predator promotion. Yeah, uh,
1: knowing you know Ventura was a smart dude. He still is, I guess. And uh, I he, think he's a fucking wild. he's baddie. He's baddie, but he's there's some smarts in there. But oh, I think man. he knew that if he ju- if he jumped over and did the Schwarzenegger movie that he would be he he believed in it you know, he maybe he believed his hype enough to realize that oh I'm gonna be worth fucking a lot more money if I step out and Yeah, get-
0: but what he I think he did one other thing after Predator and it never even became Because him and Piper were supposed to do a a cop show called Tag Team or some shit like that. Uh, I'd watch that. And they shot uh, yeah. a pilot for it. But it never, you know, became... Well, okay, I just reminded myself of something. They Live and Body Slam are the only two movies that Roddy Piper ever did that were ever noted for anything. Yeah. You know, except for, like, I think he did one episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, where he played a wrestling character that was as close to Roddy Piper as possible.
1: But he... He he's in this movie called like Hell Comes the to Frog Town.
0: Hell comes the Frog Town. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty in the in the cult classic world. That movie is a pretty big deal. But yeah, I agree with you. Outside of that, that was it. And then if you want to, I always cherish his uh, his celebrity ghost story episode. Oh,
0: when when he saw <laughs> uh, Adrian Adonis and yeah, 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 chilling
1: in his basement or something yeah, like that.
0: Yeah. He that was a really weird episode. That's when I started looking at. Body Piper, like, that dude, guys. Piper,
1: going on. Piper is a dude that he. I'll think- tell you
0: what. He predicted that he would not live to sixty-five. He predicted it. in two thousand three. He He's predicted, a it. and that HBO special on HBO Sports, yeah, which actually got him fired by WWE. Yeah, fucking, he he predicted he wouldn't make it to sixty-five.
1: That's not like any big surprise, though. You know what I mean. I just well, got so that. Restless. I picked up that Rowdy book. I'm curious to read that because uh, I almost feel like Piper was almost like Dice, the, the comedian Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, he definitely like, was. They, they live that was. gimmick so hard that it just becomes them after a while. Well,
0: no, like Rowdy was a t- dude that when he went home, he put Rowdy Piper away. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And I'm curious of the story. Of, you know, yeah, I didn't
2: Piper think, do a an episode of Wife Swap?
1: How I, he did with Ric Flair, I, right? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, with
1: Ric Flair. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I think I That's just true. saw the other
0: day his daughter. Um, they just debuted for AEW. His daughter heel. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I just read that. I think this morning actually. That's royalty. So, Wrestling yeah. royalty for sure. Yeah, you know I mean? so I mean, you know, I mean, he—the greatest thing I ever saw, Ryder Piper do, was his feud with Hulk Hogan. I mean, that I, not the, I not Piper. not the WCW. Feud. I'm talking about the, the 1985 feud because oh. that Piper at the time he was he was only 30 years old and. Roddy Piper was, in my opinion, the first two cool heels wrestling period. Tully Blanchard and Roddy Piper. Word. You know. And and don't get no better than as, as heels. I mean, yeah, Rick Flair was a good heel, but he was just as good as a, as a you face. Yeah. But Tully Blanchard and Roddy Piper could make you fucking
1: want to kill him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I've yeah. seen that picture recently. I think I I showed the Owen, I think, of the fucking, the dude that was like, had to hold up the posters says Roddy Piper has AIDS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, like people are just like hardcore hating. But Danny that's Boy. How, I,
0: that's deep, how crazy was.
1: he was. That's how great he was. Just <laughs> like uh, the, the one who got stabbed in the parking lot. What's his name? Not uh, Brody, uh, the uh, what's his name, the uh, older wrestler. Was it Freddie Glassy?
0: Freddie Glassy. Uh, it also happened at Harley Race. Yeah. And I believe Jerry Lawler. The king? The king caught a blade? Yeah, I think somebody came at him with a knife or something,
1: yeah. I heard a cinder blocks through a track. We're going to throw a cinder block through his window or something like that. Something
0: like that, too, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Like
1: yeah. Danny Boy. I see yeah. you down there. Uh, tell tell us a little bit. Owen spilled the beans a little bit. You tell us a little bit about wrestling in your life. Wrestling in your life. Well,
2: I mean, I, I remember this, I watched some of the WWF in the eighties when I was a kid, but I don't really remember much of it. I didn't get back into it till the mid nineties, probably just before Hogan went evil. Hogan. Right there. Yeah. From there, I just refell fell in love with it and just started watching it all the time. I don't watch much of the WWE anymore because I find it more boring. I've switched more to... um, <clears throat> I watch a lot of the AEW crap. I like seeing Jericho come out and run in his mouth, and they got some other good people out there. Seeing Sting back in the ring doing some shit is always yeah,
0: that, that To me, the fact that a 63-year-old man is still having... 1995 style matches is fucking insane.
1: I love the old, when the old wrestlers come out, I'm a sucker for it. It's like rebooting a good, like a good reboot to an old good movie or something,
0: you know. But my problem problem with AEW is simply this. They had such a good homegrown roster when they started that they didn't need to bring all these fucking WWE guys in and
2: that's no, no, he,
0: he went way overboard. That's what they signings. fucked up. I mean, when they, when they started, they had guys, they had, he could have built a company off his own roster. I mean, dude, they had, I mean, yeah, when Birdie Lee died, that was a bad thing because the Dark Order was starting to become a fucking big deal. Yeah. And then Birdie Lee died and what they do, they, they fucking turn them all good guys and now the Dark Order is basically gone. It, it is gone.
2: <laughs> yeah. I find and, that whole faction pointless.
0: Not, yeah, definitely now. But there was a time where it was the biggest thing in the company. It was the most popular thing they had.
2: And Well, they built it up right with you didn't know who was going to be the leader. And they yeah, were hiding yeah. who was going to take it well, over. And, and everybody was speculating it was going to be person A. And nobody and then, really thought it was And then terrible. COVID happened.
0: I can imagine what that reaction would have been like. Because I knew it was was Brody. I knew it was going to be Brody. I knew it was Brody before, you know. Because there's only, I mean, he was that guy. He was a Bruiser Brody type dude, you know what I mean? And it just sucks the way, like, the last match he had, that chain match with Cody Rhodes. Was fucking awesome, and you had no way of knowing that that was going to be that man's last match because he did two days before he basically like went into a coma or whatever happened. He did a he did a podcast, the, the AW podcast, and he looked fine. He looked he looked fine, mm. and then a day after the podcast, he basically was already on his deathbed. Would he collapse? Would he just collapse? He he was having a long issue that he had no no idea about. He was oh. doing a peloton exercise and he couldn't finish the peloton ride, and he just had like a short. And his wife thought he had COVID, and he kept taking COVID tests and it was negative, negative, oh. negative. And the next, you know, he's in the Mayo plank, and the day after Christmas he died. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Yeah. That's and forty forty one years old, fucking doing the best work of his entire career. Uh uh fuck I mean the only thing the good only good thing that comes out of his death as sad as it is is his son Bertie is getting to live his father's dream at fucking not yeah. even not even thirteen years old. He's already got a contract for when he turns 18, if AEW is still around by that,
1: So if he can just start eating donuts and ice cream now and be a big fat pig and they'll still sign him? Uh, he, he can, be,
0: already, the new he can be the new
1: Yokozuna?
0: He's already signed. He's already signed. That's what I'm saying. He can do whatever he wants to do. Well,
2: they still have him coming out every now and then with Dark Order. Yeah,
0: but it's done now. So, and not, then they had, and I just seen a couple of weeks ago they had 10 – Fucking so turn on him. Turn and on him. him. Yeah. Throw the, the mask. mask right. Throw the mask down. Maybe kid cry. right uh, like, yeah.
1: You know, I definitely support Dumb Hook and staying, staying in the family's lives after the the person passed and like. Oh, keeping, they definitely
0: right. did. That's the one thing I'll That's, say about Tony Khan. Even though I you know. can't fucking stand him as a wrestling promoter, I think he's just a mark. I think, I think he's a wrestling fan that wants to play wrestling promoter cause he's got no, he's got no idea what he's doing. And by letting, and the perfect example is by what he let CM Punk do at that, at that, at that fucking press conference after the pay-per-view. By letting CM Punk sit there and basically tell people that run the company that they don't know what the fuck they're doing after this fucking piece of shit sat on his couch for seven years finally comes back because they throw a bunch of money at him and he's saying how happy he is to be there and he has all these people that he wants to work with and then just because somebody brought up Cole Cabana Mm. he acts like a fucking bitch and now they're probably going to buy out his contract and I say good I say good riddance because I think he's a piece of shit. Ooh. I I never thought he was as good as he ever thought he was. He he, he went to UFC and got totally embarrassed, which is the only reason why he came back to wrestling. Yeah. If he would have won one of his UFC fights, we wouldn't be having we wouldn't be talking about Sam Punk right now. It, I it, I knew it. Sam Punk wasn't going to do good in fucking UFC. Uh, I gave him a chance.
1: I had that vibe.
0: I, get, I gave him a chance just based off of guys like Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley and Batista. Yeah. You uh, know, they, I mean, yeah, they're a lot bigger than him, but Punk at a time was like the MMA guy in pro wrestling. You know, he, he, yeah. he, he fucking, he put a lot of that shit in his style. Yeah. So I, I I thought maybe if he, I mean, there was two years between his first fight, when he signed his contract, and his first fight. There was two years. So he was already 39, almost 40 years old, going into his first fight. Yeah. You know I mean? hmm. And they put him in there with a young guy, you know, 0-2 record as a pro. And that's how Mickey Gall got his UFC contract, because he beat CM Funk. The second guy that beat him had every chance in the world to finish the fight in the very beginning and didn't. You know what I mean? CM Punk was totally embarrassed. Totally. And he said, well, now I can go back to wrestling. You know. Came back. His first year was great. You know, he did a lot of cool shit. You know, but then he started, well, no, I won't. To this guy, I won't. And what happened? He became the champion twice. And yeah. both times, he had to give up the title. Both times.
1: So, I think he's worthless. I'm not a fan, no. You like yeah. him, Danny Boy? You get
2: down with CM Punk? I get nothing against him. I was, I was to a point, I was glad he came back and yeah. was able to keep going. And I thought he had a good momentum going with him. The fans certainly seemed to be back. Yeah,
0: up. I mean, that reaction he got his first night was was fucking tremendous, and some dude actually was crying because he was so happy to see him. Yeah,
1: he was beloved. I was, that wasn't, I wasn't in in at that time, but I know people. I'll
0: tell you what, it wasn't when he left in 2014. For the next two years, every crowd they went, everybody would chant CM Punk. Mm -hmm. They would take over shows with these CM Punk chants every time they went to Chicago. They would take over the CM Punk chance. Then it started to die down, die down, die down, and then it seemed like for a year or two where he was forgotten about. And he decided that he was going to sign with AEW. And that first night, it was like, "Damn, dude!" I mean, and he did look rejuvenated, and he looked like he was, you know, it it looked like for a while he was happy to be back. Yep. His first couple matches was fucking, I don't even think we were any of that good. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it was that, you could No, because I
2: think he was still trying to get back in the swing of it. And then he was wearing the typical, I'm um, 40,
0: I'm, you know, I'm 40, and, uh, you know, he's wearing shit that he never wore before, and he just looked weird, and it just didn't, you know what I mean? And I don't know, and I, Apparently, when they wanted to make him world champion, he didn't want to be world champion. But he knew that it would help the company, so he said, okay, whatever. But apparently... What he a guy. It. What a guy, yeah. dude. But he didn't even fucking get to do anything with the belt. He, he had to give it up twice. The first time because he got injured and the second time because he got injured and what he did at the press conference. So,
1: well, he was lippy, right? He was being an animal?
0: Uh, he went, and he fucking, he acted like it was a one man show. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't even give a fuck that his boss, the owner of the company, was sitting right next to him. And Tony Khan is such a fanboy, he just let him do it. Didn't even yeah, try to stop him. That would have never like happened. That, that would have never happened with a Visit Man or a Dana White or a Scott Coker or, or any, uh, any, any owner of any company, wrestling, MMA oh, or man. whatever.
2: Vince would have stood right that up, done never that. No, nope, shut the mics off. You are done? Dude, never happened. He treated,
0: it. he treated Tony Khan like a bitch. is What he <laughs> Tony, did
2: Tony just looked off to the side? It was like had a weird kept drinking. He kept, kept drinking. It, kept it drinking like, his, looking no? Kept
0: drinking his beer. Kept drinking. You know, yeah. like, like you could tell he was bothered. He just didn't have the balls to say anything.
2: Yeah. One, I, I don't even understand why they were doing the stupid media scrums after the event. They like, want,
0: they want to be more like MMA. They want, he want, you know what I mean? Because WWE is trying it now.
2: But it's like at this point, everybody knows wrestling is scripted and the outcomes are predetermined. So to go and have, have like not, a wrestling, but they, it's so huge thing they, that you won, it's like they
0: want, they want to make it a little bit more <laughs> realistic. They want it, you know, they want it, you know what I mean.
1: The realism, uh, I can see the realism, yeah.
2: Yeah, but I just find it pointless. It's like drama Oh I agree with drama you. Drama yeah, I'm not a Especially, fan like of, now I'm when the, you look at it, when you got someone like Punk that's gonna run his mouth and say whatever he wants. In my day
0: press conferences, conferences were a scripted thing.
2: You know what I, mean? a I like counter.
0: it
1: when it's just one the the fucking dude with the microphone and the wrestler standing next to him. That's it.
2: That's yeah. all I want. And that's fine. That uh, I could go with. But these to have were like mean, reporters, yeah, and media coming yeah. and ask, like, "What are you doing? Like, this mean isn't you know, I just named main Jean,
0: baby. Serious
2: like champs me. that just won. Yeah, man. like it, it, it.
0: wasn't. It's not like that. These are actually press conferences and yeah.
2: shit. Like,
0: it's fucking stupid. I, I, I found f- it yeah.
2: pointless. I do, I don't get it. I find it pointless. Like, why? You I do? mean. Yeah, are they trying to make him heal? They want to make him a villain.
0: No, he was. Guy? See what happened with CM Punk. He got fucking that night. He he got. He did get middle like a motherfucker. He they were in his hometown, no. and he had just won the world title, and they bring back MJF, who definitely got a bigger fucking reaction than CM Punk got all night. So yeah, he hell. so his he, whole gimmick is so, being healed, right? so he so he yeah. So yeah. he was pissed off about that and I and I understood that. But that doesn't mean you go in and you piss on your bosses and you piss on your company. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Vince would have never stood for that. No. Nope. You know? And and CM Punk knew that. He knew he could go in there and won Tony Son. He fucking knew it.
1: You know. I think he's going for a hail. I think they're trying to make him hail well, but they, now, they he's not. He's well, not as over as M- well, MJF.
2: If he came back now, he'd be a kid. Well, if he came back like a couple months ago, he would have had some good. Well, apparently he's momentum trying, Apparently, he's trying to send out feelers
0: saying that he's willing to do business now. But Jer- Chris, guys like Chris Jericho have already said he's already told half of the roster, "I'll make sure he never works here again." So, yeah, a lot of people He's going to put want... up
1: the walls of Jericho. Uh, so a, lot, a lot of people commend... don't want Punk back. Yeah. yeah, yeah maybe Probably. Punk will
2: end up in Freddie Prince's new wrestling promotion.
1: Hell yeah. yeah Sean Michael. Right. He'll be at Shawn Michaels' promotion pretty soon. His little personal startup. Is he? No, he had one back in the day. The one that he, was, he did back in the day. We were talking about earlier, I think. Yeah, she I goes think away. he's well. CM Punk was like he was just one of those ultimate underdog stories, right? That's why people like. Well, him.
0: no, well, it's not that he'd be so much. Different. It was the fact I'm, that he—that
1: wasn't my era. I don't know, like, why people was, liked him.
0: He was well. He was from uh, Ring of Honor, and he he was in the same like class of like Samoa Joe and and Brian Danielson and yeah. uh, and Kevin Steen and you know Sammy Jane. El Generico, wherever you want to fucking call him, you know he come up, you know from wrestling in like fucking auditorium, like indie like, circuit. Yeah, like one yeah. of the greatest matches I ever saw was CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Well, that sounds and, good. And that's from uh, 2002, and it and it was uh, it was uh in front of like maybe 200 people bro but it was one of the greatest matches I've seen. right and it was right after WCW closed and it was right after Eddie Guerrero got fired from WWF for the first time and yeah it was one of the greatest fucking triple threat matches of all time and you know yeah CM Punk was good then and so he's he heard, old
1: news now and he can't, he can't face dude, the music dude, on
0: that dude, dude he's 44 years old like bro yeah. you, you came back too late, in and, the late of life. Yeah. and but now there's rumors that he could show back to me which would make him look like a total hypocrite in my opinion. Yeah, but, but they just, could use but just
2: like in AEW, half the locker room in WWE doesn't want him back. So yeah. like, no matter where he goes, he's gonna with, have half. The, he's alienated half of the people in each. As company. long as he's
0: got the, as long as he's got the man in his pocket,
2: he don't give a fuck what
0: other people think.
2: No, no,
0: you no. Know, but I can't see what good he would be to WWF, but WWE right now either. I can't see any yeah. fucking positives he would only a good have villain. to offer. Yeah, only he could offer. be the There is no good villains anymore. There is no line between heel and face anymore. Yeah, Roman Reigns is supposed to be the biggest heel in the company. Meanwhile, that whole group gets the biggest reaction of anybody else. Especially now that they got Sami Zayn involved with them, man. He's like I mean, he's making them break on TV and everything, bro. He makes these guys laugh on national TV when they're not when they're not supposed to be laughing, bro. He's making these motherfuckers laugh. Make them root for the villain, like Il Bill. You know I mean, what I mean? Pretty much, though. So.
1: Everybody loves a villain. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Is like to get sent. You know, the the the, the audience gets desensitized to it after a while, and it's like. Oh well, I like the bad guy. I like when they're bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah, bad boys, yeah. like Shawn Michaels, the sexy boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. get down with Michaels. Yeah, I so my I, a little history of my my you know I've always been a big fan from a kid, the Hogan days, Macho Man's and stuff like that. Uh, a child of the eighties, and I f- I followed in with it. Got in with the movies when Hogan made his movies and stuff. I was a Hulkamaniac myself. I had the big life-size poster in my bedroom, which I still wish I had. That'd be very. That'd be real cool. Followed it all the way up probably till the mid '90s to late '90s. I have a weird time where I, I dropped out for a year or two right before, and then I got back in when DX came in. So like pretty much, I'd say for the most part i was tapped in from like early 80s to like late 90s and then i dropped off i dropped off pretty heavily i dropped off and then when i hit the bottom i dropped through the fucking bottom and fell even dropped even further off and uh a lot of new age wrestlers i I won't know too much about but that's okay because that's what all the people that are watching wrestling today can can worry about. Those people, and we'll talk about them probably from time to time.
2: You know, there's some good ones coming up.
1: There's always some. I could have been when I did the. I did. We did backyard wrestling back in the day, which was fun. Doing. We did the hardcore. A couple of the kids that did that did ended up going to wrestling <laughs> school because we have Killa Kowalski's school over in my neck of the woods. Me and yeah. Dan's neck of the woods. And so,
0: what is this? So, what
1: I don't think he's still kicking up, but the school no,
0: obviously he passed away. But is the school still up? And I think
1: the school might still be going. I mean, pre COVID, who knows what happened with COVID, the smaller stuff.
2: Is um, that the school Sasha Banks went to?
1: Maybe it's possible. There was a. There's another school in Massachusetts too that, um like more Western mass I went to, we did it. We worked on a movie once that was a wrestling themed. And we actually, for the in ring stuff, we like dealt with in the ring with wrestlers and stuff, which was pretty cool. Um So there's, I know there's more than one. There's probably more than two. There's probably a couple schools, but um I know that one of the dudes, they they started doing the indie circuit. And I think, I think knobs. I think the the, one of the nasty boys um, was like the hot one of them. One of the kids, the furthest they got was they got to wrestle one of the nasty boys. Uh, And that was kind of and then it kind of teetered out from that was that Uh, the wrestling life was not the life for them. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't blame him. I guess anybody out there seen Mickey Rourke's the wrestler kind of let you know you're trying to get you're not really you really gotta you gotta be like almost thinking of a painful way to kill yourself slowly you know what i mean if you want to be a wrestler
2: yeah. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you gotta be really, prepared to live in your car and yeah, travel and make you know, only 50 bucks a month robbie the
1: ram uh although he had very devastating tights and he went out <laughs> doing what he loved you know what i mean yeah. Frog splash and and the fucking nether void. It was a beautiful deal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Definitely, definitely. Chizzle for shizzle. So I heard that uh WWE is out for sale as we speak. Is that true, oh, boys?
0: Hey, it's not that it's up for sale now, but they hired uh JP Morgan yeah, to facilitate so yeah, that mean, be, so it's that, not that,
2: confirmed, be, but it's heavily rumored that that's the direction they're going in. The and, move,
1: yeah, that's the movement yeah. coming forward. I think is you you put, you put those people in line, the people that you, would like regularly do that
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah
2: UFC, <laughs> Amazon, Netflix are all now UFC.
0: For, Who owns UFC? UFC. There ain't
2: no way. There ain't no way. Yeah, I, no, not UFC. Actually, no, hell. Uh, no, the the holding company that owns UFC. Oh, okay. Oh, owns the conglomerate. Um, owns all that. And Ende- Endeavor Group Holdings.
0: Dana White won't have. Dana they're White they're on left the.
2: Left. They made the top list. So your top list is NBC, Fox, Disney, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Netflix, Amazon, UFC, and Liberty Media. It the top it, ones. It,
0: it would definitely be. It in my opinion, it would be.
2: Yeah, NBC. And it, like, before Vince retired, he was talking about wanting to sell it, and there was one of the rumors going around that he was looking for an all-cash deal, if that's still what he's looking for. All cash huh? Sa- Saudi Arabia is on that list that they that's have it, a actually, to buy it. That's they actually, love the product, so they, but, they so could. Well, that's because so yeah,
0: they're, they're stupid about the product. The first guy That's on Lucha, They show, they told Vince they wanted guys like Ultimate Warrior, yeah. fucking Yokozuna. Because they're know. like me.
1: They Those are the wrestlers they like from back in the day. That's what they want to see, you know what I mean? That's what
2: I would want. I want that. Yeah, I but they can't be. So they get back in the ring, you know?
1: Unfortunately, they don't, live, they don't live that long. You only get like 10 years after their glory and then they're fucking... Check it you out. Could put, you know what I mean? Could
2: bring the, you could add to it as like a coffin match. You could drag them up from the uh, like so. a reverse uh, coffin uh. match. <laughs> <laughs> I support that.
1: Yeah, There you go. I. There you go. Yeah, fucking blast from the past.
2: But, but yeah, either way, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes and what direction they go in. Go, do go I th- back th- private. I'm I'm all for because then you might get your attitude era style back, more blood and. Do I think that? It. It, do
0: I think it'll definitely go that way? Probably not. I think I think, I think it might just be a smoke show at the same time. You know what I mean? I could I could see Vince being like. Well, just give me what I want. Everybody keep with, doing what they're doing, you know. I, I didn't that.
1: think he had any say anymore after he stepped. away. No, he's
0: majority shareholder. He definitely has. I thought a he website. had to give all
1: that up. I thought that
2: nope. was like no, part no. Of the, no. He kept his majority. That's how he was able to get himself back on the board yep. and he brought. He had three ward people resign, so he, him, and his hand-picked people could no, take. It, care they left
0: voluntarily. <laughs> they resigned voluntarily. Wink, wink. I don't know how voluntary, wink, wink. Was,
1: but okay. They yeah. got the text. They got that Vinny Mac tag. Well, I
0: read at least one of them was voluntary. At least one. Of well, them they
1: would. All, I think they would all say it. Even it'd be like for the greater good type deal. Like well,
2: I mean, like those three might have volunteered, but I think it was probably put towards them that hey, three, you guys got to go. You you amongst yourselves can decide which three. But three I are think going. the
0: people that left are the ones that didn't want to be work for Vince. Because a lot of the wrestlers don't even want to
2: be there if he comes back. No. Nope. And I was saying, like, Regal just went back over. Now imagine Regal Regal and all the others.
0: But Regal can't. Yeah, but Regal will stay
2: as long as Triple H is there. But
0: Regal can't be—he can work for WWE. But because of his agreement with AEW, he can't be on camera until 2024,
2: which is which is fine because that's not what he wanted anyways. He was—he claimed he wanted to go back to be closer to his kid and help train his. Uh, I, my my question is
0: why did he even
2: go to AEW? Well, he well, got we, fired.
0: They fired him. No, he didn't fire. He, he didn't get fired. He left.
2: No, they they released
0: him. Yeah, they, when he requested to go back to W, when he requested his release so he can go back to WWE. Oh, that
2: one. Well, yeah, he. I
0: I just don't understand why he even went because he was barely there, not even three months. He showed up. They put the cop- They put the uh combat whatever together, and then fucking he turned on them to go MJF, and then like the, the week after MJF wins the title, he turned oh, he, on him. He turned really? on Regal, and that was Regal's uh, written off TV shit. That well, was they re-
2: WWE released him, so then he went to AEW. Yeah,
0: but I don't understand why he went to AEW. Well,
2: I think he—I don't think he realized how much of a shit show it was going to be over there. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, what
1: do, what do you think the money is like at that level? Where do you think? Oh, he for he Tony to make money, you think for it was Tony a guy. matter of him actually needing to make now, money? Is Le- why Weagle- he.
0: No, Regal don't need that money. He'd been he's with- he's pretty well off. You think, yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think Regal wanted to do more coaching and helping.
0: Yeah,
2: and more like I think what? he was mismanaged. He sh- if anything, if if he was gonna be brought in as a on camera type, he should have been more brought in as like the general manager rather than just a faction leader.
0: Yeah, but I, him and MJF, they could have been good together, but MJF didn't need a mouthpiece. No. And that's, and that's, that's the last thing he needs, is a fucking no. mouthpiece. But he fucking, I just didn't understand, like, why, like, this, I mean, and then the way they wrote him off TV, it made him look completely stupid, It legitimately did. You know, they had the guy he just helped become world champion. It reminded me of what L.A. Knight did to Million Dollar Man a couple months ago. <laughs> or or not. Well, Eli Drake. Y'all know who Eli Drake is. They call him L.A. Knight. WWE now. But, yeah, he, he did the same thing the Million Dollar Man a couple months ago where he won the Million Dollar Title. Because the because Million Dollar Man held him. And then the next show, he beat up Million Dollar Man. Something. Yeah. I
1: want the million dollar title.
0: I always thought it was ugly.
1: I'd rock it. It's it's very um, um, what's the word?
2: Like Stone Cold much. held that title, huh? Stone Cold's got to hold that title.
1: That's the, true. That's true.
2: Ringmaster.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love the ringmaster gimmick. <laughs> what? I like the ringmaster gimmick, man says nobody ever I just said it I just got <laughs> down with it.
2: Even Stone Cold didn't like that gimmick. I like and that the was gimmick. the better of the gimmicks that was put out to
1: him. <laughs> I got down with it. You know that title it's it's tacky. That's the word I was looking for. It's so it's
0: like so <coughs> stupid, well, like. here's a little here's a little uh story a yeah. my million dollar title. Nineteen ninety eight The original idea for WrestleMania 4 was for the Million Dollar Man to win the tournament and not the Macho Man, but because the Honky Tonk Man, who was the Intercontinental Champion at the time, didn't want to drop the Intercontinental title back to Macho Man, they bumped the Million Dollar Man out of the tournament as far as winning it and put the Macho Man in. And as a consolation prize, they gave the Million Dollar Man his own title mm. or his own belt that was never really a sanctioned title, even though Virgil, Stone Cold, uh, and I believe Ted DiBiase Jr. and technically now LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. There's been five people that have held the title There. are in the record books, as being million-dollar champions, Virgil was the first. Didn't, some, didn't somebody steal
1: the title or, or back in the 80s from him? And Andre... Uh, I did, uh, yeah, that's what it was. And Andre never... I know he was with that
0: group, but he not the title. Andre beat Hogan for the WWF title, and then immediately uh, surrendered it to Ted DiBiase. Now, they don't officially recognized the Million Dollar Man as a WWF champion. But he did defend the title twice. Hmm. And if you go on Google, there are pictures of him wearing the belt with a, with a name graphic that says world champion Tend be DiBiase. So, I think they should recognize it. I've always thought they should recognize it. Because yeah, so if it was, it he was. He you know? technically was The champion.
1: That was the storyline. That's where the storyline went. That's the title holder.
0: But the thing was, it all, Hogan was filming No Holds Mm Barred, So they had to get the title off him. And that's when they did the whole shitty double referee angle. And fucking when Hogan's shoulders clearly up and he still gets counted three. And then Audrey's the champion and right. Right away, it gives it to a million dollar man, and then it gets stripped from them, and then the tournament happens, which, I love, WrestleMania 4 and 5 are two of my favorite WrestleMania's of all time. Yeah. You know, I, I could watch, to this day, I could, <coughs> I could watch it, and be entertained. Because, there's just, big parts, <coughs> my childhood, you know, I mean, fucking Trump Plaza, Fucking, <coughs> the, the time, the fucking, <coughs> sorry, but if you watch some of the matches, yeah, they're boring, but there are certain ones, like, let me try to think of some of them that happened and I was thinking for Uh The Battle Royal that opened the show was cool, because that was like Bret Hart's, you know when they made Bret Hart a babyface? Started to make Popem? Um, yeah, yeah, that's when yeah. They, that's when Bret Hart became a babyface. Um, that because they wanted to make Bret Hart single, a single wrestler, way before he became uh, a single. And 1988 was his trial run right. for a couple months, and it just they they, they just felt he wasn't right, and. Um, like, a lot of people don't know that in 1993, the original person to uh win the Royal Rumble that year actually was Scott Steiner, and they wanted to make Scott Steiner WF WWF champion, you know, because Vince loved the big fucking, you know, jacked up fucking dudes. Like, a couple of years before that, Tom McGee, I don't know if y'all ever heard of him, but Vince thought that this dude Tom McGee was going to be the next Hulk Hogan. Wow. And there was this lost match that was lost for years between Tom McGee and Bret Hart, where Bret Hart made this guy look so good that Vince really thought he had the next Hulk Hogan. Wow. And next thing you know, a couple matches later, without Bret Hart, he was completely trash. But they finally found the match, and it was it's on Peacock if you look it up.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: Brett made him look so good that in nineteen in nineteen eighty eight, Vince was already looking to replace Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? With this guy. Yeah. Because he's a big fucking muscular long hair dude, look you know, good looking guy. Fucking, he thought he had the nice next Hulk Hogan. Hulk
1: Hogan was doing all the movies and TV and shit, so he probably figured... Well, not, not
0: then. Only the only thing he had done at that point, besides filming No whole Barred, was Rocky 3. You know, so he wasn't really into the movies yet.
1: Those are big movies, you know. Yeah, Rocky 3,
0: I mean, yeah, but... Then Rocky 3 is a big movie, oh yeah. Then, then the Especially always- if,
1: you're, if you're Hulk Hogan and you're in Rocky 3 a big fucking movie you know what i mean yeah but
0: then you look at all your shit like fucking trapped in paradise suburban, suburban commando mr, no, mr. suburban mm-hmm. commando yeah mr like right. come on bro. Those movies are
1: dude. um tro- tropic thunder was he in that yeah something no not tropic thunder there's like Tropic of Paradise. He did some Thunder, weird like TV show. Thunder, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, That's Thunder, what it was.
2: Yeah. Thunder in Paradise. He oh, was yeah. in one of the Three Ninjas movies. He yeah. was. The third yeah. one. Santa with Muscles. Jim Varney's uh, in the same one. He's
0: Assault in. on Devil's Island, which is like a TV movie. Uh, yeah, Santa with Muscles.
1: Hulk Hogan, man. One way to make sure your movie is never looked at with respect is hire Hulk Hogan.
0: He was, even in a, he was even in a Gremlins movie as himself for like two seconds. Oh, okay. I can see that. No, he's wearing like that shit. He's got the belt on and all that.
1: I support that. That's the best way for him to be in your film. So, is it, am I going to have to worry about me not being able to watch wrestling for free on Peacock anymore? Is that what? Is that a problem? No, no,
0: no, no, no. Not anytime soon. Not anytime soon.
1: Whew, that's all I'm worried about. That's all I'm worried about, you know. Not anytime soon, brother. That's all. All right. Fantastical. Definitely not anytime soon. You know, there's so much, you know, there's so I mean, much. They might,
0: they might be talking about it, but they're not. They're certainly not acting
1: like it. You know what I mean? I'd hope not. Um. I just recently got it, acquired it, and uh, I do like diving on in. And they got all types of cool stuff, not just the matches, but uh, all the documentaries and everything's up there. It's a good deal.
0: Yeah, I just, think, I just wish they would. Like, man, they had so many. like they, used to, they They had this one series that they had on there. That when the network first started, they they were pumping. It was uh, the WrestleMania Rewind, man. Mm. They've never, they've never done any new ones. And I always wish they would because there's so many WrestleMania matches that they could, you know, like, fuck, I'm trying to think of something like, like The Rock versus Stone Cold, like their WrestleMania series because they, they, 15, 17, and 19, uh, fucking shit, uh. Is that the, the one where The Rock, did
1: the backflip after getting the stunner?
0: Nah, he did that every time. I hate that dude. He took I the stunner. Hate that so much. Time, time he took the stunner, he did those same flip I fucking. Hate every time I remember, he did it like
1: two or three times in one of them. Yeah, one. but if he
0: if you watch, he wise, go back. At any time he took the stunner, every time he did that same flip.
1: It's like he's so. It's like that he's so electrified by the energy of knowing. The pop that it's gonna get, then it fucking he can't like it has to throw back
0: fucking the two coolest cells that I've ever seen done with the Stone Cold Stunner was Scott Hall at WrestleMania eighteen. He made he made himself fly up in the fucking air. Yeah, Austin Theory did the same thing this year when Kevin Owens stunned him. Yeah, he oh no Stone Cold stunned him. Second night, because now WrestleMania in the last couple of years, ever since COVID, WrestleMania's been two nights, which I can't fucking stand. It.
1: I think that's foolish. Yeah,
0: I can't fucking stand it.
1: You know, I'm trying to make a big event, more more of a big event.
0: I, no, even, I know, know what it is now that they just said fucking, we might as well use people for more money. You know what I mean? Instead of making them pay for one night, we pay for make, make them pay for two nights.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The Rock definitely takes the worst stunner of all
0: time. Nobody takes the stunner worse than The Rock. Well, it's a big rumor that that he's coming back to win the Royal Rumble this year, and then he's gonna face Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania. I hope not, because then that means The Rock is gonna be WWE champion again, and for what? And for what? He didn't need it in 2013, and he doesn't need it fucking now. Right. You know another thing—the point he's when 50, purple- he's fifty fucking years old, he doesn't fucking eat it. He's the biggest movie star in the yeah, world. I don't really think anybody cares to see him either. <laughs> no, no, trust me. People wrestling, like him, but like the wrestling world want big. the wrestling world want. The I world guess this is now. they want The Rock versus Roman Reigns. They want it. people want that
1: shit. The Rock's yeah. like bigger than wrestling almost. Yeah, but I wonder what that
0: paycheck is. Not necessarily that, because the way I look at it is, people today they know Dwayne Johnson. Okay? I wonder what they pay him. But to- they don't. But they
1: don't know The Rock. I right? wonder what his price tag is to come
0: in. It's got to be a few million. I mean, Goldberg won't Ooh, dang. Goldberg got fucking ten million to go to Saudi Arabia two Man. years in a row.
1: <coughs> $10 milli. I met I've met Goldberg too, so that,
0: I I, owe, I I deserve five million of that at least. Brock Lesnar gets three million every time he fucking goes out. So Yeah, Brock Lesnar
1: also he is he's allowed to kill people in Saudi Arabia <laughs> and not get in trouble for it, so he likes that. <laughs> Brock's yeah. an animal. It's hardcore dude. He's hard to the core. He's a dude that I, for a second, I thought he wasn't going to do good in UFC, and then I, and then he did do good. Didn't he? Wasn't he repping people? Apart? At
0: first, at first, he he rolled himself into a knee bar. His first fight cost yeah. him winning the whole fight until he did that shit. But then his third fight, he became the UFC heavyweight champion. So he didn't do that bad. His last fight, well, not his last fight, his last fight he won, but then it got turned into no contest because he fell the first fight, but the fight before that, he got knocked the fuck out. The fight right before he came back to WWE, he got knocked the fuck out. The one where he, uh, where as he was walking back, he came face-to-face with The Undertaker, Hmm. and The Undertaker was like, it looked like, it kind of looked like they were going to fight or something, The Undertaker really want to do it. But what it meant was he was like, hey, he want to come back, basically, and beat my street. That's basically what happened. I'll, I... never, I'll, I'll never understand that, either, why it was Bark wasn't.
1: Because I, I, he's the only one who f- physically could really do
0: no, it. No, but the way I feel about that is that Shawn Michaels and CM Punk couldn't do it. It should have never been done. It should have never been done. It's CM what, Punk
1: and Shawn Michaels are they almost should, have, unrealistic though they, to on the Undertaker.
0: They, they should have let the Undertaker retire. I agree with that. Undefeated, must me I agree with that, yeah. yeah. And that's the way even
1: he feels now. I wonder how much they paid him to lose. Not much, because he's a businessman. He's, he's a company man, he, too. He
0: said it more times than not. He'd do anything to
1: his Right. Yeah.
0: Anything. And then he winked. He yeah. said he'd, he'd come back he'd come back now if, if it's needed I guarantee you just call him and was like, oh, we need you. Come back. Mr. Mark Callahan? Is that what it is? Callaway. Callaway. I remember that he almost got set on fire walking to the ring. He accidentally stepped you know where his pyro went off, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just he ran to the ring, but he, achieved, he got burned the fuck up. He definitely did, but he, but he finished the match, he did the match.
1: Undertaker is gotta be one of the scariest gimmicks there ever was. Not so much in the later years, but in his first, oh, like when God. he was first on the scene, dude, he was like scared. I used
0: to have nightmares about that dude, bro,
1: yeah. <laughs> Papa Shango was scary. He had some scare to him.
0: Although I remember seeing him in Suburban Commando as one of the bounty hunters like right after he debuted as The Undertaker and it made no sense to me. There you go. Like, even as a kid I was like yo why is he in this movie and it made no fucking sense. Yeah. Because yeah he plays one of the bounty hunters in Suburban Commando. One of the people that come after Hulk Hogan. The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Now that you say that, I remember that. Very interesting look he has. It's hard to kind of fake it. Hard to hide that look, the Undertaker look.
0: But he's known. And originally, he was Kane the Undertaker. He was Kane the Undertaker? Yeah. That was his name? And if you go back and look at his first match on television... He's announced, I mean, the commentators just refer to him as The Undertaker because they dropped it. Yeah. But he's announced as King The Undertaker. Interesting. Because he was never meant to be a dead man, it was always meant to just be a Western style mortician. Hmm. He was King The Undertaker. But then slowly it started to evolve, and then they brought Paul Bear in, who
2: one of the greatest not, of all time.
0: Co- coincidentally enough, was actually a real life mortician in real life. You know, no wonder why he he fucking really you know, he got that vibe, dude. He, that's he, how he was always able, able to get coffins, body bags, and shit okay. like that, because he had a wife. You know I mean?
1: One of my favorite get, one of my favorite managers of all time. Him and Bobby Heenan
0: are probably my two favorite managers. Bobby Heenan is the greatest of all time. He didn't is the man, dude. I love him. He he's the greatest commentator and, and manager of all time, and he wasn't a bad wrestler either. Yeah. But my favorite, the scariest thing I ever saw as a kid was when Undertaker put the Ultimate wear in his coffin and shot that motherfucker. Scariest thing I ever
1: seen was that. That. From... well with uh, Was it Jake the Snake got bit by? No, Macho, Macho Man, Man snake got, or like no, or, or the other Macho way Man around? got bit
0: by the cobra, yeah. yeah uh,
1: Macho and Man, that, that was the scariest That drive. was a
0: slow yeah. turn. That was a slow heel turn for Jake the to Snake too, because when that started, he was supposedly showing Ultimate Warrior Secrets of the Dark Side. You know what I mean? And yeah. the last thing that happened in that whole uh, group of videos was fucking... Uh, he walked... Uh, he showed... Uh, the warrior this dark room and he said, in the middle of the dark room is a, is a coffin. and Inside that coffin is the answer. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the warrior turns on walks into the fucking room and Jake goes, oh, let me shed some light on this situation. And when he turns on the light, there's snakes everywhere. Yeah. So, as you know, he walks to the middle of the room, opens up this little coffin and there's little baby Cobra in there. Next thing you know, the baby Cobra bites the warrior, and then all of a sudden he's like passed out and shit. And then, you know, he's reaching out and he grabs on his white boots, and the camera pans up and it's the Undertaker, and that's sort the whole Undertaker takes the same thing. I think the the
1: first wrestling thing I ever remember seeing of all time was pretty was was kind of was scary. I don't know who the wrestlers even were, but I remember it was a dude getting thrown out of a ring with back and uh, him hitting, like, the concrete and his head bleeding. And when he came up, his head was bleeding. And that was, like, one of the first things I remember ever
0: seeing. That was before the Hogan. That was way before. Oh, I was going to say, the first thing I remember something like that was when Jake the Snake, DDT, Ricky Steamboat, on concrete on Saturday Night's main event, yeah. and legitimately knocked them out. Legitimately knocked the fuck out. I
1: felt like th- this—the wrestling that I was talking Yeah, I remember when I got knocked out. I the wrestle. This wrestling was before, like it was gimmicks practically. Everybody was wearing like the same tights, except for like different colors. There was no elaborate. This was like way back. Like there was yeah. a mask. Like like somebody wearing a fucking wrestling mask was the equivalent to like. A million-dollar outfit nowadays. Um, But for shizzle. Yeah, I remember the blood. Um, What else was scary stuff? Jake the Snake was always scary because he was so dark. Even even as a kid, dude, you could just see how fucking dark and twisted he was.
0: Um, Best promo man in the business. In my for opinion, for sure, dude, for sure, one of the best, one of, if not the best. One nobody of could, people. nobody could do a promo I like
1: think. For intensity, Inti- yeah. I'll give him intensity.
0: To this day, to this day, I I don't think anybody is good as him. Yeah. He he just with his way of words and the shit that he would say, and, and I remember for a while he had his own segment, the Snake Pit. It didn't last too long, but it was still pretty.
1: Cool. I remember that, yeah. I mean, if you remember,
0: he took a legitimate guitar shot. No, long he man, that fucked him up. It was pretty Fuck bad, God. cause it wasn't a gimmick guitar. It was a uh, they they grabbed the wrong one. He took a fucking oof that shot. I could, I, I just thought about it. I could see it in my head. Yeah, yeah. that was. He, 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 he's always blamed that shot for uh, his drug problems and shit. Yeah, well, because of the pain. Matter of fact, his brother, his half brother, is Sam Houston, and his sister is Rockin' Robin. Former P- WWF, P- WWE P- Champion. Rockin'
1: Robin! Twee, P- twee, P- Rockin' Robin! Ah, uh, what's that? So gentlemen, I think this is a good cutting point. We're at the hour and a half ish mark. You know what I mean? Getting right. in there big. I know uh next episode we're gonna be diving into one of our favorite wrestlers, Andre the Giant, man I heard Andre Owen bring up. Oh yeah. Fucking Andre. The trials and tribulations of Andre. Andre has a posse. You guys remember Andre has a posse? The, that like that was like a local thing. I guess probably not local, but like it felt local because I would see spray painted. It's back when they would do spray paint uh, the 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 stencils, and there was um. Like quick graffiti type stuff And there was a thing, it was Andre's face And it was like Andre has a posse And I don't know who what If it was an artist and that was a design They did or if it was like a fucking mm-hmm. little Group of friends that that was like Their deal or I don't know what the Story was with it but that was a big Deal for a little bit that I remember seeing Maybe 2000s uh Mid 2000s Early 2000s there but, yeah, Andre has a posse for sure. And Andre will have a posse on the next episode of WrestleChamps. But we get into Andre, the trials and tribulations, uh, a very uncomfortable life. You know what I mean? It's and still a very cool one. It's very cool a very one. Cool you know, a very cool one. A legacy, a gigantic legacy for a giant man. You know what I mean? A beautiful
0: In day. This day. This, this day,
1: day. Yep. Andre will never go away. In fact, a couple
0: years, to. a couple a couple weeks from now, it's 2023, right? So a couple weeks from now will be well, let's see, thirty years now that the giant passed away, January 23rd, 1993. January 23rd, eh? Yep. Well maybe
1: maybe yeah. we can figure out getting an episode out by then or something.
0: It'll be thirty years on the twenty third that he's gone.
1: So Food dang. Well then that then I think we need to do a nice anniversary uh thing and make that happen. If we line it up on the right day, I heard that Andre could visit us in spirit form on the show. There,
0: there you go, yeah. You know, yeah, that'd be <laughs> you cool. know?
1: That's one way to pull them out, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I don't think we'll have enough room on the screen.
1: <laughs> well, we'll feel them in the physical. You know, feel them big wide fingers. let see
0: what happens. The cock fingers, yeah, that's the big yeah, them cock, young, fingers. cock fingers. yeah, cock
1: fingers, yeah. Dan Owen, it's been a pleasure. Oh,
0: yeah, brother.
1: You know what I mean? The first episode in the bag. We hope uh, the folks out there enjoyed it and we'll catch all them on the next episode of Wrestle Champs.
0: Later, guys.
1: Later. Later. <laughs>